Father, we thank you right now for your word. Father, we thank you for your anointing, your power, your anointing that breaks the yoke, Father God, the anointing that stirs up religiosity, God, the anointing that breaks through everything that we need to be broken through, that we can be free in you, Father, free in you to move and breathe and have our being. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your power and your word and your bread from heaven today, Father God. Move in us and among us in the mighty name of Jesus. Today's message is called To Be Seen. It's been a couple weeks now that God's been giving me a little bits of this message and I've been waiting when to do it because I have a, a few different things that He's been downloading. So I was, this morning, this was the one that He highlighted. Usually it's just a... a um, title and maybe a phrase and then he takes it from there but that's what I've had on that to be seen and really this message goes about do we do things to be seen of man or to be seen of God do we do things to be seen because I you know in the world we we do a lot of things to be seen if the if the boss is not there during that day we might get not work as well as we usually do but in the kingdom of God, God's always looking, He's always watching, and He's always seeing. But in religion, we begin to forget that, and we begin to think that the kingdom of God is by observation, and it is by what, we, what people see us do and not what God sees us do in secret. What do you do to be seen? I have seen many, many fall away when men do not recognize their good deeds. What? No affirmation? No praise of man. What are, what are you going to do? Will you keep on serving the one who sees all? The answer is no. God says some of you fall away so fast. Some of you fall, fell out of Him because you were looking for the praise of man instead of the praise of God. Or recognition and honor from man more than God. And do you know when you're looking for that, God won't even move body members and people in the church to do that because He knows that's what you're seeking. But when you're seeking Him, then real, pure honor comes by God. This true blessing and proclamation can only come from God. Matthew 6, 1-4, I'm going to read. Take heed that you do not do your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Why are we living and breathing? What are we, everything that we do, what is it for? It's for the kingdom of heaven. And if it's for the kingdom of this world or for the, for, for the glory of man, then we're not going to make it. We're not going to want to do it because we're not going to get it sometimes. And we're not going to be promoted in the kingdom of God because promotion does not come from man. It comes from God. What reward of your Father which is in heaven? No reward. In other words, if you do something, and then you're doing it to be seen of man, and the man says, oh, you're, that was so awesome. 
Then all of a sudden, God says, that clap, that pat on the back. I mean, He's going to do those things but by the Spirit. But if that's what you're getting and that's what your reward, you think it's going to be on the kingdom that's on this earth, then right there, you see it. He says, there's your reward. Is it worth it? Was it nice? Go home tomorrow. The praise of man and the praise of God are totally different. The praise of God, you can't see it until it manifests. You can't even sometimes even know when it manifests because you don't know. It just happens. God doesn't say, now you're being rewarded today for all of your good deeds. It just comes by the Spirit. Things begin to break through in your life. Things begin to shift and move and all of a sudden and God doesn't say I did that but you begin to see the fruit and the benefits of the kingdom of God in your life because of a right heart and many many people that's where they go to ministry to ministry because when they stop getting the praise of man they're like I don't what am I doing what am I here for nobody sees me you know, well, who cares? Does God see you? Are you doing what He wants? But see, they never really realize that God sees them because they're always looking for affirmation in the flesh. They're always looking for the pastor to see them and bring them up in front of the church and say, this person did this and this and this person did that and everybody claps and they sit down. I, I, was, in the, in the, I was in the culture of religion for so long and I just realized, I said to Marlene this morning, wow, before God told us to start hot. In this region, God had us in five different churches. And five, three of those churches, organizations, denominations, whatever you want to call them, three of those, I had a strong word for them. One of them, I said, in three years, if you don't do what the Lord's saying, that these doors will be shut. Exactly to the day. The church was gone. And it was out of a big denomination. It was a million dollar building. It no longer is owned by the church. And the pastor is no longer with his wife. And the other church was another one where I had a dream and something. And all these were the spirit was moving. These were the good ones. I'm not, I don't think God even cares about the houses of Dagon and the houses of religion. He only corrects those he loves. He only gets a hold of the hearts of those that really want him and seek him. So these were compassion and mercy for God. And the other one was, and the other two, another one was another church, went for 10 years. We brought a word. We got rebuked, said there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And you know how Jezebel will come up after the prophetic, after Elijah speaks. You know Jezebel has to come and smooth the corners and make things, well... No praise of man there. No praise of man there. The one church, they dragged me out of the side of the building and said, oh, we're on TV. You can't do that. Well, they're no longer on TV anymore because they wanted to be seen of man. So they dragged me out of the side door and then the ushers, I call them the Holy Ghost police of the big church, had to sit there and tell me, you know, can you go? You can't do this here. We're on camera and I'm doing what? God was speaking through me. So you're saying you don't want God to speak here. You don't want God to move here. You don't want God to be the one that's doing the things in this place. And the third one was another place where they held, they said, if you don't pass the baton, if you don't uh, 
you have a, you're the quarterback, but you have a star running back. God gave me the dream in that. And if you don't pass the football off right now, and, well, of course, right away, they released the meeting. It was the strongest anointing. The Holy Spirit fell. 25 uh, men in bondage were breaking free, crying at the altar. But you had the Lutheran church, the Presbyterian church, the Baptist church, because they're all working together because it was a kind of a ministry. And what happened was, during the week, phone calls came in and this came in. If this guy does this again and that, we're pulling out with the money. Test. Tests that we go through from God. Tests that, that happen only by, by, by the Spirit of God. And I was, I was thinking to myself, broken hearted this morning. Like, and then the other one was another guy that his, his ambition was a big building. His ambition was to have the big name. I had dreams and stuff with him. We brought that other word. And 2.18, he said, oh, God told me to close the church. Now they're with the biggest church in the Palmetto area as one of the, what do they call those, um, cell group kind of things. From being the head of the church, but see, we know Jesus is the head, but then now to being a eunuch to the Jezebel spirit. How does that work? How does that happen? And those were the good ones. Because God says if you rebuke and you allow Jezebel, you'll be, you will be lighting candles at a Lutheran church. We don't want a Lutheran religion. We, don't want, we want the power of the Holy Spirit. We don't want a denomination. We want to be in Christ. We want the kingdom of God. And they're going to hate us and they're going to speak all evil against you. They said, they, they said that my works were of the devil. They're going to say the same to you. Let them talk. But you continue to do things to be seen of me in secret and to be seen of me and I will promote you. I will advance you and I will keep you. And we need to continue to keep on hearing the word of God. It says, Therefore thou does thou alms be not sound the trumpet before thee as the hypocrites in the synagogues and on the street, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Again, he's saying, I send you, that's their reward. Let them have it. But when you do your alms, your good works, your deeds, your heartfelt notions, you're helping the poor, whatever you do. He says, do not let your left hand know what your right hand does. Thine alms may be done in secret, and thy Father, which seeth in secret himself, will reward thee openly. It's like a prayer intercessor. Who's going to reward them? God. Nobody knows that they're up half the night praying for the church, praying for the pastor, praying for one another, praying for their brothers and sisters. And, or coming to the church when nobody's there. You know, of course, everybody wants to show up when everyone's accountable there. But the things that we do in secret, God said He'll reward us openly. What do we do to be seen? So many people stop even having the heart. I've seen it time and time again because I know it. And they're not going to get a bad boy from me when I know. Because God already shows by the Spirit who's doing things for the wrong reasons. And there's no way you can honor that in man. Honor comes from God and not from man. Promotion comes from God and not man. And if you're doing it for promotion, anyway, you've got to be doing it for the advancement of the kingdom. If I am the toe or I'm the eye or the ear, it does not matter. That's how your heart must be. I'm going to serve God in His kingdom because I'm just so happy to be part of the body. 
Thine alms may be done in secret that your Father may reward. See it in secret and will reward you openly. How will he do it? He might have a prophet come and give you an amazing word in front of everybody. He might promote you in that and financially you're really doing things you can't really see it because he didn't he's not a man that you can see it get but you know that things are be happening and things are being done psalm 75 4 through 7 it says he said unto fools deal not foolishly and to the wicked lift not up your horn lift not up your horn on high and speak not with the stiff neck for promotion comes neither from the east or from the west nor from the south that was right east west south <laughs> but is god is the judge he puts down one and sets up another my god if he's put us up i don't want him to put me down and certainly if you put us up, see some people can't even be put up because they never go down. What is this horn? I'm like, what is this? Because you think it's like the horn blowing your own trumpet, beating your own drum, right? Telling people how great you are, who you ministered and you did this and that. But you know what? We're nothing without him. People began, religion doesn't see the difference between pride and boldness. They'll call pride uh, uh, good sometimes because it's false humility, but boldness, they'll call it pride because they look by the flesh. Who is that man? David was a very humble man, but everybody thought he was so prideful because God would have never exalted the proud. God exalted David above his brothers. He exalted Samuel above his brothers, and he exalted Jesus above all of his brothers and sisters. He said, with Jesus... That I'm going to pour the horn of salvation upon you. And he is our salvation. He said to Samuel that in the oil of gladness above your brothers. What does that mean? Because the anointing. We can't get that from man. Man can't give you the anointing. Only God can. The anointing comes in secret. And maybe God, when he gives you the anointing, he'll confirm it through the body. And that's your reward openly, maybe. But you got to get it from God first. Oh, we all have a measure of anointing, just like we all have a measure of faith, but how many of us are walking on water, and how many of us are raising the dead? The mark of a true disciple is what you do to be seen by God, not by man. Matthew 23, 5-12 says, But their works they do, for not to be seen of men, they make broad their philosophies, whatever that is, and enlarge the borders of the garments. We see that in a lot of religion right now. You know, the, the, the fancy shawls, the fancy prayer shawls, the, the fancy robes with the, with the knit garments, you know, the big things, you know, without speaking any denominations. Even the ones that never had that, you know, certain the, you know, we're all called to be priests and kings, so I don't know, we all should come in a robe and, a, you know, priestly garments because we have the robe of righteousness from Jesus. But these do it in the flesh, because they want to be seen of man. Even now we have it in the charismatic circle, you know. $5,000 suit with the gold ring. You know, it's like some might really like suits, but some of it's something's there. Something's up. And they love the uppermost rooms and the feasts and the chief seats in the synagogues and the greetings in the marketplace to be called of men. Rabbi, Rabbi. Now we have 
ministers becoming doctors after they're already called an evangelist and apostle. What's going on with that? Now we have to add doctor to the title. Or chief apostle. Or senior pastor. Or, you know, the elect lady of God. <laughs> Thank God for the mercy of God because if you were in the system, you'd be doing the same thing. But by His grace, because in the beginning we all wanted that, but what? We, we had a heart after God. He wasn't going to keep us under the bondage of man if we really had a heart after Him. And I, I've seen people go right back to religion uh, after being totally set free because God knows the heart of the righteous and He knows the cry of the righteous and He knows our heart even when our flesh and our, and our works do not look pleasing even in our own sight God looks at the heart the greetings in the marketplace to be called Rabbi, Rabbi they called Rabbi but only one is your master even Christ and you are brethren you are brethren and call no man your father upon the earth there is only one father which is in heaven Neither be called masters. What is he saying? Call no man father. Well, you say Timothy was his son in the faith. He's saying give them that, that place over God. Give them that place. He, Paul said, my son, Timothy, that was a, a heartfelt thing. It wasn't, um, this is, uh, he wasn't lording over him in a way. These denominations the hierarchies of religiosity, it's us and them. If you sit down there, you're, you know, the congregation. You're the lower people, the, the peasants of the kingdom. And if you're up here on a stage, you know, our huge little stage here, <laughs> then you're something. That's how religion thinks. They look. So everybody down there always wants to get up here. That's the rat race in the kingdom. That's the, I'm going to do everything to be seen a man because I, I got to get on the stage. But our stage is set every single day and minute of our life because it's in front of God, the Father of lights, the Father of us all. So in religion, we begin to do things to what? To be seen of the pastor, the leadership, the people. But when they maybe don't see things anymore, we, we see who, where we can go and to man please and to do these things. But then God cannot stand that because Jesus couldn't stand that because He saw that every time He went in the synagogue. He saw all that behavior because everybody wanted their name yelled in the marketplace. Rabbi, Rabbi. Nowadays we want to be called Doctor you know, doctor this or this and that. But I'll tell you what, I got more coming right now. Neither be called masters, there's only one master even in Christ, but he that is the greatest among you is your servant. See, but your servant to be great in a wrong way. <laughs> you don't see that? Like, you'll serve because you want to be up on stage, you'll never get promoted by God. You might get promoted by man. You will get promoted by man in the religious system because that's how it works, but you will never get promoted in the kingdom. And whatsoever shall exalt himself 
shall be abased. And he that humbles himself shall be exalted. By who? God. This is how the religious spirit feeds itself. This is where many fall off. Carnal Christians look for carnal rewards. But God desires us to worship Him in spirit and in truth. Colossians 3. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things that are above. Right? Not on the stage. Not on the earth. But above. Where Christ sits on the right hand of God. Set your affections, your desires, your heart on things that are above. And not on on the things of the earth. That's verse 2, Colossians 3. For you are dead, and your life is hidden Christ. Jesus is on the throne of the world, on the whole, the, you know, if you're, you're really there when you're dead, you are dead, and your life is hid in Christ. Then why are you worried about being seen of men? When they wanted to be, God sometimes wants you to be invisible. When they wanted to be, when man started exalting Jesus and the Pharisees wanted to kill him, Jesus, in the midst of the crowd, disappeared. What do you think happened? I guarantee you he got translated. Well, what do you mean got translated? Well, Philip got translated. That means he was one place and he ended up in another place immediately. And one thing someone says, where is that Pope? Falling down in the Bible. Well, it's in three places, but... And then somebody comes underneath and says, well, where is that in the Bible that Jesus said, read your Bible every day? It's not in the Bible. But those that are spiritual discern and know things by the Spirit and what is of God. Right? It's not, everything's not written in the Bible, but we know that we know that we know because we are in Him. And what we see in here, we... No, if we're in Him, then we know all things. See, the problem is so many people think they're in Him, act like they're in Him, and get everybody that's in Him so confused whether they're in Him or not, they get themselves under witchcraft. Religion is a killer. The simplicity. Being seen of God, not man. And it says this, When Christ shall appear, your life shall appear with Him. Also will appear in Him in glory. Mortify your members which are on the earth. Fornication, stealing, lying, inordinate affections. All those affections of things on the earth. Evil, con even, evil mind thinking, covetousness, which is idolatry. For these things say, is the wrath of God for the children of disobedient. But in... Them that which also walked in time, as you also walked like that, when you lived in them, the world. But now you put off these things, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man and his deeds. Put them off. It's not you no longer. It's not after 10 years of reading the Bible. It's, auto, it's already. When you're born again, you're already. Just stay in Christ. And He's changing you into His image. So, He says, that, Lie not one to another, and have put off 
put on the new man, which is renewed in the knowledge after the image of the one that created him. Wherefore, there is neither Greek nor Jew, nor circumcision nor Scythian, uh, barbarian, bond or free, but Christ in all, and and in all, and Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, longstuff, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, also you do. And above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfection. Love is the bond of perfection. Charity means love. Love is the bond of perfection. You want to be perfect? Love. How do you do that? You can't. It comes in Christ. <laughs> walk in the Spirit, then you'll be able to really love. If you don't walk in the Spirit, you can try to love in the flesh. It's just like doing things to be seen of man. Obedience is love. Sacrifice is love, but it has to be in Christ. As Jesus said, if you give your body to be burned at stake and have not love, you are nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, love takes no record of wrong. Can you do that? Love turns the other cheek. Love does not do things to be seen of man, but of God. Love does not blow its own trumpet. Hey, what is he talking about? That's not in Corinthians 13. Well, God's speaking out of this church. Let the peace of God rule your hearts so that you may be call, called into one body and be a thankful. And above all things, keep love on. Let the peace of God rule your hearts so that you are called one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts, in your hearts to the Lord. That's why we don't do concerts. We're supposed to be worshiping. Many people pay money and they get on famous on Joy TV and they start charging and they sing songs with God in it, but they call that worship, but it's entertainment. They call that worship, but when you get there, they have a show going on. I can't be looking at the flesh if I'm trying to worship God. I can't be paying attention to smoke lights and laser Lights if I want to worship God. And my focus can't be vertical. Is this vertical? Horizontal. Horizontal. Is this vertical? Yes. It has to be vertical. <laughs> I don't have my doctorate, but I'm trying. I'm trying really hard. Right? So, entertainment with God. That's not what he said. He said, I, I desire a people that will worship me in spirit and in truth. That means they obey the truth, they walk in the truth, they do things to be not to be seen of man, but to be seen from God, to be seen from heaven. I mean, you know, heaven's watching everything. Heaven can see right through your clothes. God can see right into your heart. Talk about x-ray. He was the first one that ever made x-rays. He can see right at the heart. And so could Jesus. And so can you when you get full of the gifts of God. Because the same gifts that Jesus gave, He's given unto us. But we need to keep them and guard them. And don't let religion steal them. 
And above all things, put on love, which is the bondness of perfection. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And, and goes on, and whatsoever you do, do in word and in deed. Do it. Pay attention to this. Everything you do, do it in word or deed. Do it all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Wives, submit to your husbands. Submit to your own husbands, as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and be not bitter against them. These are things it takes the power and the grace of God to accomplish. Because if we live in the flesh, there's no way we'll be able to do those things, because Satan is there too. distract us, to rile us up, to stir us up. Children, obey your parents in all things, for that is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Fathers, promote not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. Servants, obey your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as man-pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Not with eye service, See what that means? Servants, obey all things your masters. He's talking about not talking about Jesus. He's talking about your bosses, your people around you. I remember one time I was at the job and I wanted to do better. And I was waiting tables. And the buster we had, he was doing a horrible job. And the dishes were always overpacked. But I'd stand around waiting for him to do it. Because it's really, it's not my job. I'm a waiter. I'm supposed to be, you know, I tip them out. They're working for me. What the heck? God's like, why don't, what are you doing? Why don't you do it? Uh, but he's do it for me. I said, okay. So I started doing it for him. Then I started grabbing the bus top for him. And then I started to contaminated a little bit. I'd wait for the owner of the restaurant to be right there and then I'd grab the bus stop. And then I stopped feeling good about it. I stopped, people stopped even noticing it. But when I was doing it, just when it needed to be done right there, not looking around, who was going to see me do that extra task, you know, that extra, you know, that I don't really, it's not in my job curriculum. We all should help one another at the job place, but that wasn't really you know, that's the bus boy's job. And then I had to repent and I just started doing it. But these things have to be broken. But I was really young in Christ. People are still doing that day. Walking with the Lord 5, 10, 15, 20 years. It's immature, right? Because God sees everything. And when we do anything to be seen of man, it does not please the Lord. And then he says this, And whatsoever you do, do it heartedly, as to the Lord. Do it heartedly as to the Lord. And not unto men. Wow, there it is. Knowing that the Lord, you shall receive a reward of your inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. He's saying wherever you're doing, wherever you're at, at your job, at your family, even if you have your own business, you do it unto the Lord. And when you do it unto the Lord, then God rewards you. But see, it's not what you do, it's the heart and the intentions of how you're doing it. 
Do you do things different when more people are around? Do you do things to be seen of men? Do you do things, you know, do you wait till people show up to church to grab the vacuum when you could have grabbed it and you were here a half hour early? Right? Instead of being caught doing good, being caught doing things from God, and then, right, and then God rewards you. But if you have a heart that, that's needing to have affirmation and people seeing what you're doing, then what ends up happening is, there goes your reward. And many people are like, I'm, I do all this stuff and it feels like I'm never rewarded. Yeah, because why are you doing it? Right? Knowing that the Lord shall, shall see and you shall receive a reward of your inheritance and serve in the Lord Jesus Christ. But he that doeth wrong shall also receive the wrong which he hath done. And there is no respecter of persons. This is for everybody in the church. Work as unto the Lord. I hear people all the time, man, I was at that church three years. I was here, do this, this, and this, and this. Right away I know they went there, they were trying to gonna show up, show off, and think God was going to promote them. And then they get mad at flesh, they get mad at the pastor and, and people because they didn't get promoted. When the teacher is silent, the test is on. God's always testing us. He's always watching and He's always seeing. He's always looking to promote His servants. He's always looking to bless his people. He's always looking. The Bible says that he, his eyes go to and fro, the Spirit of God, all of seeing whom he may use, who he may rest on, who he may work with, who he may sup with. Because they do not see the benefits in the flesh or the carnal realm, they say it's not worth the effort. They say it's not worth the effort. Why? Because they're working for man. And obviously, if I'm working for a man, and I'm there three years, and I don't get a raise, actually, and I've been underpaid the whole time, I'm not going to be happy about my job. But see, you're still looking at the carnal. You're not, God is not a man that he should lie. He's always given raises, he's always given promotions, and he's always given increase to those that have a right heart. To be seen of who? To be seen of what? That is the question. Yeah, you might be doing all kinds of things because I'm doing this and doing that. Who are you doing it for? That is the sin we we are speaking in is unbelief. Say it's not worth it. The sin. That's when God exposes your hidden agendas. But all who are spiritual see in the spirit front and, and get and from get, they go, and that's why they're not impressed. See, people that see in the Spirit, they see that already, and they're not impressed. When they see in the Spirit that you're doing unto God, God makes them impressed. God moves people's hearts. And God hardens people's hearts, too. God does it. So, cut out the middleman and do everything to be seen of God, and your whole life will turn. Your whole life will be blessed. Your whole life will turn around. But what you're saying is you don't really believe God, so you have to believe in man more. Well, I don't feel it. Well, sometimes it's hard to hear God's voice if you're trying to hear man's voice more. 
Sometimes it's hard to hear God's voice because you're doing everything for everyone else. I want to hear His voice. We'll do things to be seen of Him, not of man. How come it seems like everybody else around me is getting blessed and not me? Well, something's going on in your heart. The whole kingdom of God is, is the whole engine is the heart of man. The whole thing, it's the heart. It's the heart. Ephesians 6, 1-6 Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for it is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, which promised, that it may be well with thee. See, uh, you honor your mother and father, and even in the spirit. He's talking about spiritual parents. See, Paul talked a lot about that. God talked about birthing things in the spirit, but saying, well, how do you really do that? Like, honor the father and mother. He didn't say just when they're present with you. When they told you to do something and they're not watching you, you're doing it in secret. That's how you honor someone. People in the world, it's all about honor them because they're there. Oh, this is my mom and dad. They're so amazing. I love them. Haraha. You know, but then you go behind their back and you, yeah, you talk about them. Yeah, you start to meditate. Yeah, they're not really that good. Let's, I'm going to catch doing something. My mom and dad, you know, they do this and that. Nobody knows. So, that's what we do with, how we do with God and Spirit when we do not honor Him. That may be well, and says this, and honor thy father and mother, which is the first command. This is the one on the earth, the other one is the, the spiritual things. That they, it may be well with thee, and you may live long on the earth. There's a promise right there. Honor brings longevity of life. Real honor, though. Honoring God, you cannot do it, because if it's to be seen of men, you're not really honoring them, you're honoring yourself. Because if you're doing things to be seen of man, it's really about you, not about the man. Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up and nurture them in the admonition of the Lord, in fearing the Lord, and obeying the Lord. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling. This is like talking about, talking about now the flesh, means your bosses, in singleness of heart. As unto Christ. Not with eye servants as man please. Here it says it again, even in Ephesians. He said the same thing to the Ephesian church that he was saying to the Colossian church. But without but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. Not the will of God from religion. Not the will of God from the law, but the will of God from your heart. See, many people are doing what they're supposed to do on the outside, but on the inside. Like that little kid. Yeah, he's got his seatbelt on, but he's standing up in his heart. Sit down and put your seatbelt on. No. Then finally, it gets so bad and we're tired of everything, so we sit down with our, you know, with our hands crossed and put our seatbelt on. 
But really, we just did what we had to do, but we didn't really do, do it with our heart. God, there must be a reason you want me to sit down and put my seatbelt on because you love me. And I'm going to honor you right away. I'm going to sit down and put my seatbelt on because I know I don't have to wrestle with you. I know that you're, you love me and you have something good for me. So even though whether I understand it or not, See, rebellion, in rebellion, you can do on the outside what you're supposed to do, but in the inside, in your heart, you're not doing it. Because you're not doing it with your heart. You're doing it because you don't want man to see you. You're doing it because man comes around and you don't want to have to be told again, what are you doing? All wrong motives. Not with eyes, servant, as man pleases, but the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from your heart. This is how Jesus was so different. This is why Jesus was able to pick up his cross. There's no way you can pick up your cross if you're doing things to be seen of man. It's impossible. The only way to really pick up the cross and deny yourself is you're doing everything unto the Lord. Because believe me, if you're, den if you're denying yourself for man, and you're looking at man, oh boy, you're going to meet somebody you didn't want to do nothing for. There you go. What are you going to say? Well, I'm going to go over here and be a good Christian over here. But over here, I'm not going to do it. You've got to go where God tells you to go and do what He tells you to do. Whether you like it or not, that's the cross. See, the corner church that's run by man, it is manipulation, it is witchcraft. But they see is, what they see is on the outside. Where? They live their life in facades. This is where self-righteousness comes from. Look at the story of David. When God anointed David, he wasn't in the house. He wasn't with all the brothers. He didn't have the great jobs. He wasn't already had his doctrine degree on his name. He was out there taking care of the sheep. The smelliest, worst part but he had a right heart. It wasn't what he was doing. He was doing it unto the Lord. No one could see him. He was way in the backyard, way in the back there, doing the nasty work, but he wasn't complaining. He wasn't murmuring. He didn't say, hey, look at me. I'm doing this all the time. What's going on? He was just minding his own business, playing his harp, whatever instruments he was playing, worshiping the Lord, and happy just to be with God, just to know God. And then God did what? He sent Samuel and he poured the whole horn of anointing over him. But he wasn't... And then it says there that God does not look like what man looks at, the outward appearance. It says God looks at the heart. Why are ministers still looking at titles like doctor, and all those other titles I said earlier. Unbelievable. I'm seeing these ministers that are traveling the world. All of a sudden they got a doctor by their name. So you stopped the ministry. You went and started to study more to get a... What for? Does a doctrine degree give you more anointing? No. It's for man's sake. It looks better. More people might listen to me if I got doctor before my, my name now. So now you're no longer evangelist, you're doctor. Wait a second, which is higher? Apostle or doctor? What do you need any of them? 
keep your name. Because if you're getting titles, even in the world, it's about being better. Knowing more than somebody else. It's all about the acclamation from man. But if you're in the five-fold ministry, you don't need a doctrine. All you need is the anointing. Why are we seeking more? Because we're still sitting at the table of Babylon in the, ta in the church at the same time. We still think it's good if we get on God TV or TVN and they say, Dr. Blah. And everybody, what about, hey, I don't know who he is, but this is the guy that raised 20 people from the dead in the jungle of wherever. See, those people, with the more degrees they get, the less they're doing for the kingdom. The more it has become about their kingdom. And then all of a sudden, what happens? Okay, you can have your title and your certificates, but you might not have the anointing. I don't care about titles. I want the anointing. You shouldn't care about titles or being seen of man. You should care about the anointing. Why in the kingdom would you want a lesser title? The highest title can be as a son. God didn't say this is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. When He opened up the heaven and at the river Jordan, He said, this is my son who I'm well pleased. Joseph didn't get any, but the father said, this is my beloved son. Look at this beautiful coat of many colors. That's what we should want to hear from God, my son. This is my son, whom I am well pleased. I was so pleased with him, but now he's entertaining man. I was so pleased with him, but now he's running after titles. I was so pleased with him, and I anointed him, but now he wants to be called rabbi in a city center. Why would you go, why would you go for a lesser name... Well, it's to impress the people and to be seen of man. Why would you take the lesser in place of the greater for the lesser in place of the lesser people? Who cares what people think? It's funny. Dr. Luke in the Bible, he dropped the doctor for the apostle. And he never saw him pick it up. Dr. Lucius may have recognized him as a physician, but he didn't carry his physicianing into, the, into his mantle, into the kingdom of God. And when he dropped his stethoscope and all of his things and followed the Lord, he didn't rely on his hands anymore. He relied on the hands of God. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong about being doctors and things because we're not all called into, into the fivefold ministries, but... The anointing is the highest. If you're running after titles for man, that's what we're talking about. Much rather have an anointed doctor than a doctor of Babylon. Miracles. Miracles don't come from titles. They come from being seen of God. Am I right or wrong? Look at the scriptures. Look at the Bible. What are we doing to impress man or to impress God? 
Peter got a promotion because the fisherman was just a fisherman. To the world, Luke got a demotion then. Well, you were a doctor. Why would you go do that? You've been to school all these years. What are you doing? Letting it go and going to follow Jesus. Are you stupid? That's what the world says. Paul, Pharisee, man, you had a robe. You had, man, you could make rules up. You made decrees. You said... Murder this person and they could be murdered. You're giving all that up to, to be a servant of all? Paul, are you crazy? That's what the, his religious Pharisees said. You've gone nuts, Paul. This is the guy you killed, wanted to kill. Oh, but Paul, but Paul had an encounter. Paul saw the anointing. Paul knew what he had to go through. He says, oh my God, I've seen the kingdom. How can I go back? I've seen the kingdom. How can I care about what man thinks or says? I'm in the kingdom. The off... <laughs> One person is all you, we, if we live for that one, those one eyes, the eyes of Him. Talk about promotion. You'll get more, you'll get so promoted, but you'll get so demoted from the world. The great physician. Can the great physician, our, we have the one great physician, He can raise the dead. What can your piece of paper do? What can your accolades from your pastor do? What can you having your name on a, going on God TV really do if you don't have the anointing? Gifts and callings without repentance, so what? Carnal ambitions are from the religious system. They will still be partakers of the table of Babylon. God wants to give us Eyes to see. Everyone thinks they're right. So did they in the time of Jesus walked. But with all of their knowledge and all man's honor, there was only one that, who was right. And his name was Jesus. He knew there was a better way. He knew who he was. And he knew his purpose. And he knew it's the cross. Today, people still want mixture. They still want to have affirmation. They still want to be better than their brother. They still want honor for man and to be seen of man. But the kingdom of God is not by observation. By, it's by His Spirit. Bring back. Bring all back to a personal relationship with Him. What are you doing? And why are you doing it? And then why did you stop doing it? Luke 17, 20 through 25, and I'm almost closing. And when they demanded of the Pharisees, when? Jesus was always talking about the kingdom of God, and the Pharisee says, so when? The kingdom of God should come. All right, all right, they're saying enough about the kingdom. So when is this kingdom coming? Remember, they even mocked him and put a little... Re uh, thorns on his head as a crown and mocked him and said behold your king because they they see by the natural oh my god nobody wants that you really want God was looking at him more than until he had to turn his back and took the sin of the world on him for one second or whatever it was and then all eyes were on Jesus from heaven right then 
He had a mighty cloud of witnesses. He was fulfilling his purpose. He was the most popular person in heaven and always will be because of that. And then, so when is your kingdom coming, Mr. Jesus? They say this, so the kingdom of, and then Jesus, and he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not by observation. Neither shall you say it's over here or over there, or low there or low here. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you, is within man. Whoa, is that the heart? The kingdom of God is within you. The Holy Spirit is within you. Don't do anything for that which is around you, but do everything for that which is within you, and then everything around you will become the thing that you desired in the first place. You got everything backwards because the kingdom of God is upside down from the world. You need to go low to become high. You need to go serve to become great. You need to die to live. You need to give to have gain. It's always different than the world. The world is different because God, the devil, is the totally opposite of the world. Darkness and light have no fellowship with one another. It's time for us to let go of the kingdoms of this world, let go of the table of Babylon, and see what God can really do to promote our life, see what God can really do to talk about affirmation. Well, walking on water really affirmed Peter that day. He didn't need a title anymore. He was a fisherman, didn't care anymore, but he walked on water. What? How much more uh, do you need than that? Uh, that'd be a promotion. Walk on water. I used to walk in the water to where the fish were biting. Now I'm walking on the water. And with one word, I can have 10,000 fish be jumping into the net. That's the kingdom of God. Toiling or easy. But we got to get this renewed. We got to get this changed. We got to get this up here in line with God's heart down here. And he said to his disciples, and he says, it's not over here and over there. He said to his disciples, the day will come when they shall desire to see the days of the Son of Man, and they shall not see it. And they shall say, see him here or see him there. Go not after them, nor follow them. They're saying now, let's take over the governments of this world and make them Christian. It's not going to happen. It's been given over to Satan. The Bible says, flee Babylon. So why? There's nothing we can change that's been written. We can only change what has already been written because we're being changed with what's been written because we're walking into our destiny by the Spirit of God. And they shall say to you, so see me here, see there, go here, go there, nor, he says, do not follow them. For as the lightning comes out of the of the part and one part from heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven. So shall it be when the Son of Man be in His day. But first must be suffer many things and be rejected of this generation. I tell you, if you started doing it 
for any other reason than to be seen by God, then it will fizzle out. But whatever you do to be seen by God, He'll promote you. John 6, 26-27, Jesus answered and said, And the very I say unto you, You seek me not because you saw the miracles, but because you did eat of the loaves, and you were filled. Wow. Labor not, strive not, toil not for the meat which perishes, but for the meat which endures to everlasting life. Do everything you can to follow the Lord and to do the Word of God, which everlasting life which the Son of Man shall give unto you from whom He has given from the Father, the God of the Father is sealed. For Him that God the Father has sealed, the Son of Man shall give to you that your reward. Jesus said, Behold, my reward is with me, not with man. Behold, Jesus said to them, Your reward is with me. I am your reward. It's the kingdom of God. John 12, 42-33, we're going to close. Everybody can stand up. Nevertheless, the chief rulers also many believed on Him. But because of the Pharisees, see, because of the religious people, because of the namesayers, because of the doubters, because of those that want to talk against the kingdom, because of those that want to ask questions that are, that are, are to cause collaboration and not unity. <coughs> But because the Pharisees, they did not confess Him. Lest, see they believed. Many people say you believe, they really believe here, but they don't confess it. They don't do it. They believed, but what? They didn't confess Him. Why? They believed, but the Pharisees, they... Many of the Pharisees believed Him, but they did not confess Him. Lest they should be put out of the church. They're not going to follow that hot, that girl crazy. They're put out of the, the, the religious denomination. They were put, uh, they believe Him, but hey, I'm not with Him. Remember, even Peter believed Him, but were you one? He denied Him, but God had mercy on Him because He was chosen. Let me see Him. Weren't you with him? No, but when he got the Holy Ghost and filled up, there's no way they could deny him. Then he said to him, But lest they should be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. That's what that's, we have it now, the religious system. It's the praise of man. It's the titles. It's the accolades. It's the, you know, it's, it's disgusting. It's religion. It's we do things, but to be seen on the outside. The kingdom of God, we do things to be seen on the inside. And we do them from the inside out, not from the outside in. You can't get inside from the outside. You have to get outside from the inside. Let your inside get outside and you'll see everything come together. Father, we thank you. And we bow our heads to you, we bow our knees to you, and we ask you for your help, Holy Spirit, that we do nothing to be seen of man. We continue to say that we do everything for the audience of one, 
the God of Abraham, Isaac, the God that sees everything in secret and in the open. And God, you said, whatsoever I do in secret, you will reward me openly. And God has been rewarding so many people. And Father, we thank you that when we have a clean heart and pure hands, we do everything just because of you. God, forgive us. Forgive me. Forgive anybody who lives for the kingdoms of this world, who lives to, be, to do things unto men. But God, let us do everything with a single heart and a single mind, God, and do everything as unto the Lord. Even when we do things when nobody knows, you know everything. You know every hair on our head and every hair that's already fell out. And even the minute it falls out, you even know. You know everything. And you can see inside of our heart, right from the throne of heaven, everywhere, because you're inside of us. The Holy Spirit in us. Expanding. The kingdom of God is not by observation. The kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. It is like leaven. When you put it in the lump, it takes over the whole loaf. He said the kingdom of God is like a treasure hidden in the field. And when you know it, you sell all you have to buy that field. That's what the kingdom of God is. God, deliver us from religion that we can see your kingdom come everywhere we're at. And prepare us for what is to come in this last hour. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.